An artistic or symbolic trope acting as a reminder of the inevitability of death. The concept has its roots in the philosophers of classical antiquity and Christianity, and appeared in funerary art and architecture from the medieval period onwards. Memento Mori. Okay, so welcome into the show, everybody. It's uh, Rumors and Confabulation, a very special episode of Rumors and Confabulation. Um, we are talking all things death. Woohoo! <laughs> We're happy today. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, exciting stuff, for yeah. sure. Uh, so it's Isaac speaking, um, and I've got uh, John. Hey. Oh, wait, sorry, John. Yeah. Over Hello. here. There he uh, is. Did you like that? <laughs> hey, yeah, it's me, John. I know. I was like sitting here waiting my turn. I was like, hey, how you doing, John? Uh, and that's Grady. I know he just confused. Yeah, it's it's Grady. Grady. Yeah, oh, I'm slowly morphing into New Jersey from his impression now. <laughs> New Jersey? What did you the way he said it? Hey, it's me, John. I don't know who New Jersey is. That's just John. Well, you're like changing the O to an A, so it's hey, John. It's A. It's me, John. Uh. So, like I said, we're talking death today, um, which also I should address that we have a camera. Yeah, we got a, we're got. we doing video. We're doing video, and I don't know, do we look at the video? No. Do we look at it, or do we act you, like it's not there? You can do whatever you want. You can If you want to just look straight into it every now and then and just give them know. a good look, you can do that. But usually I just talk to the people, and sometimes you might want to talk to the camera. It's just whatever you're feeling at the time. Okay. That's what I do. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm new. I'm new. Buddy. I'm new to the video. You, you do. You do. I'm you. New to the, I'm new to this. People are going to see me, mm-hmm. which, um, sorry, but, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're all here. No, they should count it as a gift to see you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you. What you can't see, maybe you can barely see, is my dog, Sprout. She's also with us today. She's uh, our little special guest. She's providing us some comfort in these dark times. Mm. Um, but the dark times of this episode about death right here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not life in general. No, we, keep, okay. we keep saying about death, but we're talking about, about a specific thing. Right, a specific aspect of the death process, which would be um, gravestones, grave arts, uh, grave uh, epitaphs, mm-hmm. um, just graves. So more the after death part of it. Yeah, I guess, yeah, more after death, I yeah. suppose, yeah. I guess, do you guys have, like, a place you want to start with? Because uh, mm. for the audience, too, this is going to be a, a loosey-goosey episode here. We, You know, it's uh, much less of our typical narrative. I got one random fact that might be good to start out with. Start. Hit me. New Mexico is the only state in the Union that requires a six-foot-down barrel depth. The only really? place? Yeah. An actual six feet under? Yeah, six feet under. What's everywhere else do? Most places are 18 to 30 inches. What? You can bury people that shallow? Mm. Yeah, because that's like the minimum to like kill the smell over time. <laughs> so that's all they're worried about is the smell. Yeah. I mean, you think about like places in New England and stuff, that rocky soil, you digging down six foot's going to be a pain in the... Mm. Although I say that in New Jersey is has a four foot down barrel requirement. So Okay. But that's more... Pine, pine, ah, now I'm really... 
Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. And it's it's surprisingly annoying to find on the internet because most of it's like behind like funeral home paywalls of the like restrictions. <laughs> what? You gotta pay for like the funeral home? It's like they got logins and shit now. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> the crypt keeper wants you to pay. Yeah, but it'd be cool if it was just the crypt keeper. But no, it's some like corporate <laughs> burial service. Bill, it's like Bill uh, Bill Paxton of the. <laughs> I was trying to think of a good funeral name, and Bill Paxton was the only thing. Bill Paxton. Wow. He seemed like. Uh, isn't there a uh, funeral home in uh, in Madison County? Isn't there a Tipton? Mm, that I don't know. Isn't there one? The Tipton? I'm thinking of Powell and I'm thinking of Rappert, and that's all I can think of. I feel like there's a Tipton, and I saw a story about um, that was about travelers, formerly called gypsies, but I've learned you can't call them gypsies. You can't anymore. call people gypsies anymore. No, no, because the term gyp. You we're gonna have to gym. cut all this out, probably. But yeah. I mean, we can we can acknowledge. Well, no, we're acknowledging. We're that's, educating. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but, I mean, so you call them travelers now, and okay. I learned that a roaming band of travelers passed through uh, Richmond, Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there was like about fifty of them. They all had the last name Mitchell, and they were traveling through. Uh, they for some reason stopped their cars just on the side of the road in the middle of the night, and they got rear-ended by a semi. This was like in the thirties, though. Oh, the thirties of nineteen thirties, like nineteen thirty. Okay, so they got hit by a large truck. A large truck. Okay, yeah, not I guess not a full semi, but they got hit by a large truck, and uh, it killed uh, instantly killed like two of them, and sent one another one to the hospital. And uh, all the way up and for years, up until like the 80s, from like the 30s to the 80s, every so often a band of travelers would just come into Richmond and mm. stop at the cemetery and they would perform like rituals and stuff at the cemetery. Mm. But also their burial, this has nothing to do with gravestones. Okay. But like, no, it's, 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 it's a good but, time. But um, they, this burial, they buried the bodies with like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and they called that a part of the customs. I mean, like, no, I, I think it's a viable thing. <laughs> it's and uh, yeah, so that was just weird. Uh, sorry, I just came across that. De- or, uh, now, uh, whoever takes you across the river sticks. They got tired of the coins. They started like slipping, slipping cigarettes on. Them. Yeah, uh, I got a, I got a question about the yeah. gypsy things because travelers, travelers. Mm-hmm. but like the biggest. Yeah. Traveler, yeah. traveler, I know, calls himself the Gypsy King, uh, Tyson Fury. So, Pete, is it like the whole inward situation? If you put an A at the end, they can use it and they feel good, but they're just. Or it's more the people can use a term within the group, but it's from the outside. You yeah. should. I think if that's, I think that's him, just kind of. If a, he calls himself the Gypsy King. Well, if that's his own nomenclature, that's fine. But, like, you can't refer to the group as. Also, I think this is all fairly new. Yes. It's. We're all getting caught up. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it, guys. <laughs> you have to learn. I don't like it. I will. <laughs> you, have to, you have to move past it. Uh, speaking of moving on, <laughs> I will start off with um, just a weird grave. Okay. You guys just want to get into a weird grave? So in Kentucky, at the Maplewood Cemetery in Mayfield, Kentucky, poor Mayfield, you guys are still hurting out there. We're with you. But it's, sorry, the tornadoes is what I'm referring yeah, yeah, yeah. to. In Mayfield, Kentucky, stands one of the oddest cemetery monuments that you will literally ever come across. Colonel Henry Woolridge worked on his own monument, his own grave, from mm-hmm. 1892 until his death in 1899. 
after this was all happened after his sister passed. That was his last uh, relative they had remaining. Woolridge, a lifelong bachelor, had a lot of money in his later years thanks to his military career as well as being horse trader. And with this money, he decided to do something quite unique. Uh-oh. So while Henry is Henry. the only person, Henry uh-huh. Woolrich, he's the only person who's actually buried in the lot, there uh-huh. are monuments dedicated to his mother, four brothers, three sisters, two nieces, his horse named Fop, Fop, <laughs> his, his two favorite dogs. I almost made another Dapper Dan reference yeah. like two episodes in a row. <laughs> so he had his two favorite dogs there too. This was their names were Bob and Toehead, <laughs> as well as just a random deer and a random fox. Mm-hmm. So it's um, this cemetery and this monument. It's easy to find. Okay, it's uh, it's called the Strange Procession that Never Moves. Mm. They're all facing east. Every okay. single statue is facing east. Uh, I should mention, too, that two of the statues, he's got two statues of himself. So well. they're statues. They're not just obelisks. No, they're right. statues. Okay. They're full-on statues. And he's got two of them that are just of him. One of them, he's astride Fop, the horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was his favorite horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is him standing next to a lectern. And people commented at the time that it looked suspiciously like a Bible that he had on the lectern, which made no sense because he was actually ousted by his family for never attending church. Mm. But in, I guess when he was about to die, he's like, ah, people should remember me as a yeah. godly man. So, <laughs> so it's a memorial garden more than a cemetery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and but he's like, the only one buried there. He's yeah. the only one buried there. But are the animals buried there? No. Oh, but he's, he's, got statues, he's got statues for them, though, okay. to memorialize them. Yeah. Now, it, this is actually a, a national historic site now. Hmm. It is also Mayfield's number one tourist attraction. Dang. <laughs> so, in KY? In KY. Way out in the western part of KY. And when did he die? He died in 1899. Oh, okay. So instead of the whole the whole old pharaoh type thing where they buried everybody with you, he just buried himself and then made statues of the people he wanted... Around him, so it's, yeah. a bit, it's a little bit more thoughtful, and, and he a also bit more sad. it is a little yeah. Bit more no sad. one wanted to be with him. So. <laughs> he um, he also didn't quite fit into his own uh, casket that he had made at first. Oh, a little bit obese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay, I, I thought it was more the length. Wait, when did he die? Eighteen ninety nine. Didn't know people get obese in eighteen ninety nine. Well, he's fat. They didn't have these back. Instead then. of buying gold, you just bought enough food and you stored your bank, your extra wealth See, on your person. Listen, he's living the life of a bachelor. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. He's he's a. Uh, He's literally throwing his money at anything. He doesn't care. Uh, whenever he's, they put the second statue of himself up, the one next to the, the lectern, because he's all the one of him as uh, on the horse, and he loved it, because that was the first statue up. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. But he was like, you know, that doesn't really represent all of me. Mm-hmm. I need more. I need people to see all of me. I need people to see me as a stately man. Mm-hmm. So then he gets the other statue made. And they said that he was in a carriage, and they took him by the cemetery, and he didn't even get out of the carriage. He just looked at the statue and said, that's me. <laughs> and they're all... And <laughs> took off. Both of the ones of him are facing east. All they're them. all facing east. I feel like his need to at least point different directions no. or something, like north, south, east, they're and west is a different east. face of him. It's also really strange. He's got two nieces, but one of the nieces is actually theorized. There's different... 
they're not sure on who exactly some of the people are in the procession. Uh, so the nieces, some people think that it is um, actually his long lost love, even uh, though she's like younger. She's one of the younger individuals. Uh, and here's why. Here's why. Before you guys start mm-hmm. thinking, you know, the worst of. Uh, well, no, I wasn't even thinking the worst. I was more just so there's statues with no memorial plaques on it to say what's what. No. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's even weirder because it's just like. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> for one of the girls, people think that it is a woman that he was in love with in Franklin, Tennessee, down by Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, people mm-hmm. think that he put her there because. So he was engaged to her in their youth, right? Mm-hmm. They got engaged, and he uh, she died in like a crazy freak accident, oh. and he never found another love. And he actually wore his wedding, his engagement mm-hmm. ring, for the rest of his life. Oh. So they say. Hmm. And yeah. how old was she? So he put her as like he remembered her type of yeah, thing. Yeah, he remembered. Her. Although I do also have to say that her many of the statues, most of the statues of the people. Um, are just generic faces that just the carvers they could get. So, <laughs> so there's no memorial black, and then they're just like a generalized. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 what's they're the Getty Images version of statues. <laughs> yes, mm. yes, it's the stock photos. Yeah, they're stock photo statues. Yeah, Dang. actually, um, the sisters, all three sisters, they're in different poses, but their faces are exactly the same. <laughs> It's mildly terrifying if you think about it. <laughs> and uh, same for, the brothers are actually both identical, the statues. They're just in the same pose and same faces. They're just identical. So it's like he was just like, I'm representing my family with a bunch of chess pieces type of deal. <laughs> just a bunch of pawns just lined up. That's probably how he saw them, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he um, he got his his statues actually done by an Italian carver. And he so he paid good money for his statues, mm. and then he he it went from an Italian guy who was like a master of his you mm-hmm. know, craft, then to a guy in Paducah, Kentucky, yeah, then right. down to a guy in Mayfield. <laughs> so he just whittled his way down. Actually, his horse and uh, dogs and stuff—they got a better carver than the sisters. Oh, that's and the nieces. Did. This guy's uh, cool. Man. I wish he was alive. That is priority straight. Wish we could get him all the podcasts. I, I bet he has it. nuggets of information. Just go over there and have a seance, like just chilling over on top of his green building. So yeah, that is uh, the story of the strange procession that never moves. Hmm. You can go see it in Mayfield, Kentucky, Maplewood Cemetery, Mayfield, Kentucky. Wow. I wonder how far away that is. We're it's it's take, really far. We're gonna have to take a tour. It's on the other side of the cemetery, right? It's on the other side of Hawkins. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's down by Paducah. It's like oh. way out there. It's the western that little western pocket yeah. of Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. so western it's pocket. Yeah, yeah. Down there by Missouri. You live in misery by misery. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking. Woo! About. Okay. Woo-hoo. So uh, let's back up for just a second and uh, stop talking about processions and let's just talk a bit about. The history of gravestones, grave art in uh, America. Hmm. And particularly, you know, what we're talking about, it's very European-American. I just want to lay that out there. We're not going to probably get into burial mounds and uh, just other things, other cultures and things like that Mm -hmm. on this podcast. So I just want to put that out there for everybody. But uh, when we started talking about this, doing this as a topic, the first thing that came to my mind was when I was in Boston, the skull with the wings. That's on like all, like more than 50% of the 
It's on so many other hmm. like that. Oh, okay, yeah. Because a... it, 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 the meaning you probably didn't get into this. I can't even remember the meaning, but it has a specific. It so with that it, it's a it's a death head, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. A death head. That's honestly what they should start calling metalheads. Should start calling themselves death heads. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but um, a death head. It's yeah. It's gonna be the most famous thing that you'll see. Most common thing that you'll see, especially in a certain time frame. Uh, the 1600s through the 1700s in America, and that's why you see it so much in Boston mm-hmm. in particular, because Boston has really like the oldest cemeteries mm-hmm. in the country, just about. And you have varying forms of the death head. Sometimes it's like kind of more of a style. Sometimes it's more stylistic. Sometimes it's a little like just whatever they haphazard, you know, whatever they could put together. But yeah, you'll see all sorts of different forms. But typically, it's just that skull with the wings coming off of it. I've actually thought about getting it as a tattoo. Is I, that would, a tattoo? It would no, that'd be a decent tattoo because it's it's. I mean, it. it yeah. It, I don't know. Does it fit the vibe though? Does it fit my vibe? I think it would fit your arm pretty well. Yeah. Like especially if you had it like at the top of your shoulder. Like, well, I'm die. I do have a neat fact about the Boston cemeteries. I don't know if you're going to mention. No, go for it. Uh, last time I went up there, a friend took one of those bus tours around the graves. Mm, yeah. I didn't go because I just wanted to sit at the bar and get drunk and wait until she got done. But um, the they said. All or pretty much like most of the grave or the graveyards up there around those small churches because they're like in the city. Like all oh the yeah, no, I walked through many of them. The graves don't actually coincide with anything because they've been pulled up for landscaping so many times <laughs> that they basically just sit them down and then just so there's there's dead bodies. They those people are somewhere in that area. They're just not sure exactly where they are. Yeah, they just kind of they just kind of aesthetically lined all the stones back up each time. Yep. Ugh. That kind of sucks, but... Yeah, that does suck. I understand, I guess, the purpose. Yeah, because you have to go up there and, like, redo the land yeah. on it. So. There's a, there are several uh, old church or old cemeteries next to old churches right mm-hmm. there in the city. Because if you do the, uh, the, the whatchamacallit, the trail, the yeah. Freedom Trail, if you do the Freedom Trail, you're going to walk through so many mm-hmm. of these. And uh, they're all really cool, all really interesting. they got so many, like, fascinating people buried there, but... Uh, yeah, you're, and it's but I thought it was funny though. Even the death heads, as far as just like stylistically of the graves, the first couple of them. If you go to the Freedom Trail and you start off at Boston Commons, yeah, the first couple of uh, cemeteries you're gonna see have a lot more like obelisks and yes. things like that. And then by the time you get to the end near Charleston, uh, where you're up on a hill, there's this one particular cemetery where it's up on a hill. Then you're going to get so many death heads, and mm-hmm. it's just like because that's where the common people are. Yeah, much more. Even though that's the richer part of town now. It, yeah, well, but you know. How yeah, yeah, yeah. Every no, but most of the other ones are like obelisk in the middle, like and everybody's situated. Around yeah, it. and they're just all much more stylistically, you know, like back then, much more pleasing to the yeah. eye. And then you get further out of the heart of Boston, and then you're looking at like. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, but just how much these are up in this city. We stayed in the Omni Parker, like up on the twenty something floor, and then there's a church with that old graveyard right next to it, like in between these other skyscrapers. So you're in like this creepy cemetery, yeah. old, old, old church, yeah. and then it's just like no kidding to the sky because it's just like so many mm-hmm. like skyscrapers. It's awesome. it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I love Boston's that. cool for that. No, Boston is uh, it's a cool city. It really is. But yeah, then it eventually switched over to then you had more of the cherub. Mm-hmm. Is that what you saw to like the cherub? No, Did you see all that. Wait, like mm-hmm. the na- the babies with the arrows? Yeah, 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 yeah. A little cherub. What was that in like the second part of the thing? Mm-hmm. More towards so, the Victorian era. 
yeah, so it, that gets more into yeah, the Victorian era and stuff like that. You start getting mm-hmm. into cherubs, and then it switched over. Yeah, instead of the Death Head, you get cherubs. What was there a meaning to the cherub? Because like the Death Head is well. So is... what they wanted eventually. So the Death Head coincided with just the the Memento Mori, yeah. you know, style of um, cherub. Just what they really... were going for. The cherub. They started more and more and more, and it kind of really just stayed this way till even today. Typically, is they want it to be more. Sorry, that was sprout. They want it to be more inviting mm-hmm. the cemeteries and the artwork displayed on the graves. So you're getting less like just obvious, like you are going to die as well, mm-hmm. and more like yeah, they're like, flown off to heaven by this naked little baby. Yeah, where did that all come from? Well, I think I I don't get the naked baby chair. <laughs> Well, I think they would, like you said, they wanted to make it more inviting because they were making yeah. it more like city parks or like like places to take your family on the weekend to be like, okay, we're going to go lay flowers and have a picnic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. From the cherub, you also have a urn. A lot of times you'll see an urn just chiseled and, into it. So an urn on the gravestone. Yeah. Are they like foreshadowing? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you eventually it developed into an urn and also like not just an urn, but also a willow with the urn. Oh, okay. So you get these engraven images of like an urn with a willow like hanging over. Again, they're going for like starting the willow. They're going for something more, you know, like peaceful and things like that. So I was t- thinking of the urn just meant there's not a body buried here. It's just the urn is buried here right below the headstone. <laughs> no, uh, I guess not. <laughs> then you're also getting more into then you also have a harp is another symbol that you get more into in the Victorian mm-hmm. age. Uh, you also get um, a lamb. I've seen that before. You know, mm-hmm. you guys ever seen the mm-hmm. lamb? And then you get doves, and then you get into the hands. Now, the hands. At first, I was like hands, but then when I see the pictures of the hands, I'm like, yeah, I've definitely seen those mm-hmm. on well, all sorts of graves. It's like, like really those have. big double spouse graves or whatever. Yeah, you get a lot of yeah, where it's like they're holding hands, or sometimes the hands will be like pointing in directions, or like kind uh-huh. of like. More of kind of just like stylistically, the hands are doing stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, yeah. But you see it all right. the time. These hands are do- are just there. Sometimes you have like a hand that's pointing down or you have it, which is, was, I guess, like symbolizing God more so than like the, the couple. Oh, so like the Monty the Python type thing, it coming out of the, the cloud point. Okay, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it just kind of develops from there. I mean, th- then you get more and more from there, you're getting more into like the actual like what the person you start getting more people that were like i'm gonna do it my own way you know kind of deal and instead of where you have like these mass you know where all these graves kind of look similar you're getting more people that are like here's i want this you know yeah uh what's the what's the word i'm looking for it's a um personalized no Kind of personalized, but I was like, "What's a license plate when you get it?" Uh, vanity, <laughs> a vanity. It's a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a vanity grave. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was thinking like the old, old, old English, like the pre sixteen hundred stuff, where they would just like carve like a hammer if they were a smith, or well, like a no, hat. Yeah, no, okay, so not like that. Actually, one of the examples, um, if you guys have ever seen, or if you ever want to look up and see, um, I'm talking to you, audience. If you ever want to look up and see some cool graves, look up the Wood Woodsman of the World Insurance Company graves. Oh, you get some great graves. And <clears throat> what is that from? I don't. 
are the women in the world. Mm-hmm. They're from St. Louis. Is it like old or new? <laughs> is it from like? Uh, so it's from like the late 1800s, like 1890. Okay. Actually, the first time I ever heard of them, or maybe not the first time I ever heard of them, but one of the early times I did was actually during our Edgar Casey series mm-hmm. way back. I was going to say the name rang a bell. Um, Edgar Casey and uh, his when he was like just hitting adulthood, sold insurance with his dad. And it was Woodman of the World mm-hmm. insurance. And he was really good at it. Edgar Casey was. Uh, Leslie Casey was not, so not much. good at anything. He was a real terrible father. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you ever want to see those, those are really cool looking. And you also get, that also brings me into two, you get the Masonic. Mm-hmm. Um, you get all their, the Mason symbols too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which actually, oh, Henry Woolridge actually had a Mason symbol on his. I forgot to mention huh. that. Because he also does have a monument, too. Oh, is that strange where, procession. Is that where the also religious... So there's two statues and a monument. Two statues and, like, a... Yeah. Is that where the religious, kind of the Bible thing came from? Was the Mason... Like, for him, yeah. in particular? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody really knows. I think he's still just doing stuff just to make himself look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, because you were talking about the different things, because, like, the earliest example of that was, like, the people that inhabited the British Isles would do the thing where they car pictorial glyph saying what this person did. Yeah, I would, yeah. Uh, I don't think they really did that as much in America. No, no, no. But that, it, that just goes to show you that's started way back. It just morphed into oh, yeah. the vanity plates of the day. But that's what they would do instead of doing names and uh, like birth year, death year. They would just, right. that's Keep all that simple. would be on the mark. Keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell another little yeah. story of another grape. Uh, this one's real simple. Um, in New Orleans, Louisiana, the man, the myth, the legend, Nicholas Cage, <laughs> bought up a plot in the often visited St. Louis Cemetery. Yes, Mr. Cage is still alive. I know is, you were wondering. Is it the you same? Got a little scared. Is it the same Nicholas Cage? It's Nicholas Cage, the yeah. actor extraordinaire. Okay, His grave that he will one day move into sticks out very much. Just as the man's acting sticks mm-hmm. out yeah. among the crowd, for it is, uh, and this is a very historic uh, cemetery. There's, have you ever been to one of those cemeteries where it's like the it's paved? Have you ever been to one of those cemeteries? Like the whole thing, like the whole thing's paved. You yeah, know, and it's like leveled, where you go up some steps sometimes, and mm-hmm. then you go down, and it's like you've never been to one of these. They have them like in Savannah, uh, Charleston. I might have seen one in Saint Augustine. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe. So it's very compact. It's yeah. very hard to get a lot there because it's so old and historic, and it's it's similar to like those Boston graves or cemeteries, but <clears throat> you know they're still letting, they're still putting people there. And mm-hmm. stuff. Well, he bought one up, much to the consternation of many of people that are actually about to die. <laughs> who wanted to <laughs> plot there um, and these are all like I said very old you got a lot of mausoleums a lot of obelisks a lot of very fancy cool looking but very old because these are all above ground because of yeah because New Orleans yeah 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 so and they're very cool very old yeah but Nicholas Cage went a little different route he built a pyramid <laughs> for his his monument. Right. The pyramid this pyramid has the inscription Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> <laughs> it said not the bees. Yeah. No. Yeah. Says, <laughs> the inscription is Omni Ab Uno, which is Latin for everything from one. Oh. 
<laughs> Nicholas Cage, the star of Face Off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wicker Man. And uh, I mean, God, what has he not been a part of? He, he's a I The Rock. Yeah. You ever seen The Rock? Yeah, The Rock with, with yeah. uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's a legendary film. That's such a good movie, especially the yeah. chemical weapon aspect of it. So yeah. there's every aspect. Of There's it. so it's, many. It's really yeah, spot on. <laughs> Con Air, of course, is um, you know. Yeah, Con Air. That Con was Air was Cyrus the virus. Cyrus the virus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's talk, what other? Let's do some more. Uh, I mean, the the only one that I can think of that's actually well, not the only one, but one of the very few that I can think of that's actually like legitimately really good is mm-hmm. Raising Arizona. Absolutely, really good movie. I'm trying to even think. Coen Brothers. Yeah, mm. fantastic. He's movie. in that. Yeah, mm. he's really good. He plays like a like a hick who's mm. from Arizona. He's just like he just yeah. got out of jail, and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, hey. was that? Was he's it, a younger Nicholas Cage. That wasn't the one like with Cher, was it? No. Oh, okay. I know he was um, in a movie with Cher. That was like one of his first movies. I hope this a pyramid represent that saying is mainly what I got caught Wait, up. Okay, to which, from well, that it, the pyramid, and then I guess isn't that on the money? Isn't it so some people think that, some people think that it's it, wait, it is his say? pyramid his whole big thing is a is a reference to national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be, that would be at least funny, but I think it's Epirbus Unum. Is he a Freemason? I don't think he is, but okay. I mean, that's part of the Mason yeah. way. I think yeah. he would have though a Masonic symbol on there mm-hmm. if he was. He discovered but maybe something it's funny in one of those castles that he bought. He's got down and saw some engraving and was like. <laughs> He just said, uh, oh, well, okay, actually, sorry, I just thought of my favorite mm-hmm. movie of his, Mandy. Have you guys ever seen Mandy? I've heard I've of it. I've bought Mandy, but uh, I haven't watched it yet. Dude, it's one. It's my favorite I got it Nicolas on Blu-ray. Cage. It's my favorite Nicolas Cage film. That's you with... bought it on Blu-ray, but you haven't watched it yet. Yep. Well, it's Halloween season coming up, yep. so check it out. I'll watch, watch it. it. Watch it. It is. That'll be a part of the movie review. First one was Hot Chick, now this one's going to be Mandy. I'll take part in that one. Okay. We can have a dueling review. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Right from the opening mm-hmm. song. The opening song fits the, it's a song that I personally cherish and love. King huh. Crimson, Starless, beautiful song. Works fantastic. Anyways, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas. Good job, Nicholas Cage. He's uh, also consistently never talked about why he's done this. That just mm-hmm. makes it better. He refuses that to talk about it. Better. People ask <laughs> so, him, but he don't want to tell. He doesn't want to tell. Respectable. No. Is that, is that all on Nicholas Cage? Yeah, that's all on Nicholas Cage. Speaking of famous uh, graves, we got another one in Lexington. Hold on, you take a guess? Guess it. Jim Barney. Jim Barney. <laughs> Jim freaking Barney. Yeah. Lexington KY, baby. <laughs> yep. Jim Barney, Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest saves. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes yeah. to jail. That's a great um, one. I think Ernest goes to Africa was another was good one. Yeah, Ernest goes, goes to, to camps. Good. Ernest. Yeah. Every was, Ernest is good. Honestly, the one where he goes to camp had one of the saddest oh. scenes in movie history when he was glad it's raining so nobody would see him cry. He sings that song. Dude. Uh. And you're like, this guy was a commercial selling Toyotas, and now I feel depressed. 
Have you ever watched any of his old commercials? Yeah. Jim Varney's oh, yeah, for sure. He's got um, Vern that he's yeah. always talking hey, to. Hey, Vern. Just, yeah, just some random guy. What I mean, Vern? Never shows up in the commercials. I make the mellow yellow moon. <laughs> yep. I, mean, I still think about them commercials. Man, Jim Varney. Now, that's a legend. Mm. He's got the coolest voice. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. We, yeah, yeah. Now we all need to go up and see Jim. Barney. We do need to see Jim. Uh, that's that's not far away from us. We all need to go check out Jim Barney's grave. That's such a strange. Like he's such kind of like a strange character because like yeah. he's huge, but he ain't huge at the same time. Right. I don't know. How Everybody far, knows Ernest. Yeah, I don't know how far his reach reaches out, but those movies uh, were pretty big. They're huge. Yeah, huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're classics. No, me Yeah. Um, Oh, I mean, I, that Ernest, uh, the Halloween one did give me nightmares. I will say that, <laughs> and I haven't seen it since. But right. I, that one gave me nightmares. Well, we I, should we should watch that one too and do a movie review of that one. Yeah, that would be good. Rumors, it, uh, can be our our rumors and fabulation Halloween edition can yeah. be our movie reviews of ha- Mandy and uh, Ernest the Halloween Ernest yeah. movie. <laughs> to prep the palate cleanser after the serious one, yeah. we. <laughs> Yeah, we'll watch Mandy, then Ernest goes... What is it called? Ernest Saves... Is it just Ernest Saves Halloween? Ernest... Or is maybe it... it's just Halloween. Scared Stupid. Ernest, Ernest Scared, scared stupid. stupid. Yeah, that's it. That is it. <laughs> Whenever I watched this movie, <laughs> it was probably when I was like three or four. Like, I remember like still like sleeping in my mom and dad's... They had a, a queen-sized waterbed. Oh, hey, my parents had a waterbed too. In a single cab, in a single cab, <laughs> single wide trailer. <laughs> I think they were say a single cab truck and they just yeah. had it in the bed of the truck. Yeah, they had it in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love that. And then yeah. you're sitting there watching Ernest. That is yeah. a, that's a complete picture. Dude. Right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that is a time a lot right there. That was, what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time right? to be alive. Good times. <laughs> So what's the next grave you gotta talk about? So uh, the was next Ernest grave. already on there? Were you gonna no, bring him up? Was going to. <laughs> that would be <laughs> I was gonna say. That'd uh, be funny. The next grave I, I'm gonna bring up in Grady. This mm-hmm. one uh, is this for me. This one is for you because I would be remiss if we were talking graves if I didn't bring up Old Douglas. Old Douglas, <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, we brought up the Confederate camel a time or two already, <sighs> but another time won't hurt. A single person, except for maybe John. We need to go. <laughs> be fine. So while Old Douglas's grave might not be the most tasteful, because it does have a Confederate we flag. We need to get an Old Douglas <laughs> flag. Like, not as long as it's not a Confederate Old Douglas flag. Well, it, it's like in the reference. No, if if I, the no. camel's got a Confederate flag on his home, <laughs> no. I mean, it is what it is. No, no, but, I'm just picturing like those people <laughs> to get those wraps from the back windows of their trucks. Grady's going to do that. The old Douglas. Why is there a camel? <laughs> no context. Why is it a racist camel on Why is there a camel on my heritage? So, it might not be the most tasteful of mm-hmm. But it is one of the most unusual gravestones you will see in the South. Yeah. Sitting in Vicksburg, Mississippi. We're going. Which we're still going to go. We're going to dig up his, his, his grave. You're going to have his skull sitting next to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to sing a, uh, a can, what is the song? Um, My Sacrifice. My from, Sacrifice. We're going to sing that song there. <laughs> we're going to film it. We're going to put it on our Patreon. <laughs> Now I'm just picturing instead of that, just 
Grady down there by himself doing a drunk TikTok, just saying yeah. sacrifice. <laughs> just <laughs> at the grave. And <laughs> gets a public Gets a public intoxication charge. Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> He's completely. If sorry. I ever get a public intoxication, it better be at Old Douglas's grave. <laughs> so, so at his grave, what makes his grave so unique is that it is a grave in the middle of a. You know, it's got just all these graves are like of Confederate soldiers, mm-hmm. or just you know, it's from a battlefield, yeah. like one of the biggest battles in the Civil War, mm-hmm. Vicksburg. Haunted. Ghost Adventures did three episodes at Vicksburg. Did they show his grave in it? No. They didn't know what they were doing. Those idiots. I know. They would still be on TV. Zag Bagans. Is they still on TV? Um, Is they? That's not a word. Ghost Adventures, there's new episodes coming up in like a week. Uh, Okay, all right. (laughs) It's part of Discovery Plus's Ghost-tober lineup. Okay. (laughs) Can't tell if you're triggered or excited. I'm excited. So, at Vicksburg, all these things, you just have one grave that has an etching of a camel in it. And not only is it an etching of a camel, it, underneath the ground, it's a camel. It's Old Douglas. It's Old Douglas, baby. I mean, come on, how cool is that? But, an even more unique grave Mm -hmm. that features a camel. Okay. Is out there in the United States of America. Really? This is the grave of High Jolly. Hi Jolly is a man that I mentioned very briefly during our Camel Core episode at the end of uh-huh. the episode. I mentioned yeah. him just to kind of say he's a he's a character, mm-hmm. but I didn't have time to get into him. Well, now I've got the time. Okay, all right. <laughs> and I've got the passion. So let's get into Hi Jolly. Let's get into Hi Jolly, dude. I love Camel content. <laughs> We've got more Camel. We got a whole Camel car- content. We got a whole caravan of Camel it. content coming your way. <laughs> a caravan kids. good call back. Yeah. He remembers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember, all right. <laughs> I had a whole podcast etched in my brain, dude. <laughs> that's the only one. Yeah, the, I don't know anything else. You're like, what else have we done besides Cam? It's just on repeat. Every single episode of him, it's like, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good camel episode we've done. Falling asleep at night. You ask him see to, a camel just trotting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there he goes. You ask him to prep for something, and it just has cam- whatever cam- <laughs> however camels tie into the thing. Every time I try to go to the Google, like, old Douglas, great. Old du- car- caravan. Uh, cam- <laughs> Uh, balloon boy, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hi Jolly, actual name Haji Ali, okay, was born in 1828 in Smyrna, not Smyrna, Tennessee, Smyrna, the Ottoman Empire. Oh, oh. Hmm. he was born to a Syrian father and a mm-hmm. Greek mother. Uh-huh. And at birth, he was given the name Philip Tadro. Philip Tadro. Early in life, Tedro found that he had two passions. Mm-hmm. One was becoming a Muslim. Okay. And two were camels. Okay. Yeah. They, Tedro they made... Hand hand? I don't know. I feel like we're in some weird stereotypical territory. This is all true. <laughs> Tedro made a pilgrimage after which he took the title of Haji, one which is one who has performed Hajj, mm-hmm. which is the type of pilgrimage that he mm-hmm. went upon. Mm-hmm. And then he changed his official name to Ali. Mm-hmm. Haji Ali. Mm-hmm. His profession was camel rustler and breeder. Mm-hmm. So as we have already discussed in the Camel Core episode, uh, which you, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out, Camel Core. It's out there. It's the best episode that we <laughs> have on the whole thing. 
<laughs> the U.S. military. Wait a second. Hold on. Is there two? Is there a Camel Corps episode? And then there's... Oh, what is it? Red yeah, the balloon? No, that's two. The same episode, man. Okay. It was right. just a very long... The Camel Corps one is called... The Red Ghost. And the Red Ghost. Oh, we did what Camel Corps okay. and Red Ghost. Okay, all in right, one cool. episode. I, I was just curious. Because Red Ghost was a remnant of the Camel Corps. If you okay. recall. Yeah. Because he was how we yeah. opened and closed the episode. Yeah. So... He had a dead Confederate Wait, soldier on his back. Okay, so Red Ghost was a, a remnant, but was, um, <laughs> so was the Old Douglas, correct? Old Douglas was actually not part of the Camel Corps. Old Douglas was part of a covert operation done by, After s- done by slave-holding pieces of crafts in the South who brought over camels at the same time, because remember, Camel Corps was started by Jefferson Davis. Right, yeah. So slaveholders in the South brought over camels at the same time that the U.S. military was officially bringing camels over <laughs> so that they could have camels work on their plantations. Huh. That's interesting. And you Old think? Douglas was part of that and then went on to fight in the Civil War and took lives of the U.S. soldiers. So... Man, talk about a way to go out. You're like trying to like free a whole nation of people, and you get gadded by a guy on a camel. <laughs> well, if no you one knew actually, what a camel was at that point. <laughs> well, no one actually rode Old Douglas either. No, he was a solitary. He just packed it. He was he just a packer. He's yeah. a packer. Yeah. Packer, yeah. <laughs> so, as we have discussed, the U.S. military came calling mm-hmm. to Haji Ali's neck of the woods. Uh huh. Yeah. In 1856, about purchasing some camels, Haji Ali became one of eight men to make the journey of with his beloved camels. Mm-hmm. Now, at first, he was to travel to central Turkey to get more camels. But the next year, the U.S. military came calling and they said, we need some more Haji Ali and camels. Mm-hmm. So he became a full-time camel man under the service of Jefferson Davis. Nice. This is the origin of these camels? He was part of the beginnings. Mm-hmm. He was brought to Camp Faraday. Remember mm-hmm. Camp Faraday mm-hmm. in Texas? Mm-hmm. This is where Red Ghost came out of. Mm-hmm. The legend of Red Ghost. Because Where's remember, Ghost remember, uh, he's just, you know, he's, he's a ghost. He's, he's still out he's there. Still he's still, he's out, still there. out there. Remember, though, Camp Verde is the place where the Confederate soldiers came in after the Camel Corps was disbanded, mm-hmm. and they started mistreating and abusing the camels, because right. yeah. they didn't know about Old Douglas. They didn't know. Yeah, they, they didn't know. They, had not. they didn't know. They Their didn't eyes know. were not yet enlightened. And that's when Red Ghost took. So that's, yeah, that's, so that's where Red Ghost came out of, was because mm-hmm. he took one of the Confederate soldiers that was abusing him. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Remember, they put a private who was scared mm-hmm. of the camels on his back, and they took off running <laughs> out of Camp Verde. I forgot that it was basically just a red shirt got put on the back of the camel. Yeah. That was so funny because this guy was like, "This is my worst fear. This this camel is terrifying." And they're like, oh, "Wouldn't it be funny if we strapped him to it and like, just scared him real good?" And then they're like, "Oh, dude, he's gone. He became a ghost yeah, wandering he, the Arizona deserts. Yeah, for years. They're gonna play an epic prank on him and ended up just." Killing this guy in the most terrifying way possible, yeah. starving to death on the back of a yeah, instead of like being so he's scared the whole time. <laughs> instead of being like the old English way, of just hanging him in cages outside of the castle, they yeah. were like, "No, we're just gonna strap you on here yeah. until you head out." So yeah, he's not coming back. Uh, he's gone. <laughs> so it was in Texas at Camp Verde mm-hmm. that Haji Ali took the official moniker of High Jolly because the Texans <laughs> couldn't pronounce his name. Yeah, so they just changed it to High Jolly. 
Very American way to go about it. Hi, Jolly. So Hi, Jolly was by all accounts rather eccentric. Hmm. After taking part in all of the camel experiments, mm-hmm. okay, he took part in all of the different trips from Texas to San Francisco, or no, sorry, te- Texas to L.A. and uh, all to the Colorado River and all of those these things. He took part in all of that. Afterward, High Jolly was sent to Southern California. Remember the Hollywood mm-hmm. camels? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was with them. Mm. He was sent with the Hollywood camels. Where he spent most of his time after the disbandment of the Camel Corps. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Herald described High Jolly as the, quote, man who enjoys the happy distinction of being Uncle Sam's camel tamer, mm-hmm. who relates anecdotes with a cleverness that would make Mark Twain jealous. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so he's the Yogi Berra of the Camel Corps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the Yogi Berra of the Camel Corps. <laughs> After the army stopped the Great Camel Experiment, Mr. Jolly uh, kept a few of them for his own personal service. And he used them to start a company in which they would haul water from the Colorado River into the Arizona mines. So what we're talking about now with the drought over there, except they're just using camels <clears throat> as the aqueduct. Wow. Yes. That must have been an interesting sight to see. I wonder, much, <laughs> I wonder how much water you could pack on the camels. They could a lot because they don't they don't haul carts. You have to put it on top of them, right? Yeah, they could hold several hundred pounds a piece. But they, yeah, they're 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 the quintessential pack animal. Big old fifty five gallon drums hanging off either side of them. I mean, you don't doubt a camel, no. So this um, adventure of his uh, it, it it proved fruitless because he just it didn't make him any money. And he decided then to release his camels out into the wilds near Gila Bend, Arizona. And that's where then all these sightings of camels Mm. that people were seeing out in the southwestern deserts of the United States came from High Jolly. Wow. There was some things I saw that said that he had like 25 camels. And they probably weren't breeding pairs. They were probably like all castrated males or something. So that's why they didn't start a population of them. Okay, that makes sense. Unfortunately, although... Some still say there are camels out there. Hmm. Hmm? Now, High Jolly would go on to lead a good but camelless life. No. Where he would marry a woman named Gertrudis Serna. Sorry, Gertrudis Serna. Okay, that makes love. Yeah. Whom he would have three children with, two daughters and a son. Uh, this, however, did not last, just like his uh, business Camel? with the camels. Uh, as he, though, abandoned his family uh, so he could go run some pack mules in a campaign against Geronimo. Hmm. So he just couldn't get over this hump of commitment. <laughs> hey, hey, he's firing on all cylinders. Uh, yeah, he really enjoyed the art of packing things <laughs> from one place to the other. And also uh, packing his bags and abandoning ooh. that current venture. <laughs> hey, so he returned to her hmm. in 1898 hmm. and begged to be taken back. Uh, she would have none of it. She hmm. said, get good out of for, here. Good Hi. for her. And he actually changed his name back to Philip when he got married to Gertrudis. Who is this? This is Jolly, right? Yeah. Did he renounce his, when did his name? His was face Philip? at the same time? When he was born. He was born his name Philip was Tedro. Philip Tedro. Over in, in, in Turkey. I didn't know they had, like, Philip Tetro. Anglicized names. Yeah. Well, he's probably like Greek Orthodox. Okay, there you go. He had a Greek mother. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. There you go. Cool. Philip Tetro. 
Philip Tedro. So he had his name back to Philip Tedro um, when he was married. I guess maybe when he abandoned his family. He's like, I am back to being high jolly. Oh, okay. Because okay. he seemed to... He took no offense at being called high jolly. Yeah. Uh, he also was still always a devout Muslim. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, it's all very strange. After his wife would not take him back, his family considered him a, a dead man. Mm. Oh, wow. They wanted nothing to do with him. He went to the tiny prospecting town of Quartzsite, Arizona. A broken man. Hmm. And now, here is where legend has it that on a cold December night... High Jolly sat in a saloon listening to another old-timer uh-huh. going on about a beast that he saw outside of town. Mm. The beast he described was a camel. Aside from the old man saying that the beast had a tongue that glowed like a flame. Which High Jolly was like, I don't know about that part, but the rest sounds like a camel. <laughs> <laughs> the old man was like, it, it, it was on fire! <laughs> I mean, camel just ate some bi- bioluminescent cactus. <laughs> Jolly, I tell you what, I saw something out there. It was a humpback creature of some kind. It was a camel. Skies. So a camel? Nope. It was a <laughs> demon with four legs and a humpback. So Jolly asked the man whereabouts he saw this camel, and took off after in pursuit. Did the guy ever see a camel before? Is this his? No, the guy had never seen a camel. Before. Okay, yeah, he had never seen him. He was like, you never believe the beast. Actually, a demon camel. Demon flames. So it was the last time that anyone saw High Jolly alive. Oh dang! Good timing with the oh dang there, because like right as you drop those. Yeah. <laughs> High Jolly gets get he dies trying to chase down his camel, or a few days later. Now this is all according to legend. I have to remind us. Yeah. A few days later. I know Sprout. Yeah. A few days later, the body of High Jolly was found partially buried in the blowing sand of the Sonoran Desert. Wow. But he wasn't alone. Oh. High Jolly was found with one arm wrapped around the neck of a deceased camel. Wow. Huh. Today, you can visit the grave of High Jolly at the Quartzite Cemetery. There you will see one of the most unique memorials anywhere in the United States. A pyramid with a camel standing on top. Wow. Is his grave. Wow. Not only is High Jolly interred in this grave. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. Oh. <laughs> but everyone's second favorite camel, Topsy the camel. Remember Topsy? Yeah. You guys remember Topsy? The he one was that the didn't last, get electric. He was the one who was last <laughs> the known surviving camel. Topsy's buried there too. Well, the ashes of Topsy. Yeah. Well, they, huh. they burned it. But Topsy's there, too. And the pyramid is now a national historic site and is, it, Wait, is the it? highest tourist attraction of Quartzsite. So did he get buried with this other camel that he had his arm around? Or is that a different camel? No. No one really knows. And that's why it's a legend. No one really knows if that actually happened. Because it's like, did he find the dead body of a camel? And, or did he... I would love that if he's just wandering around the desert and he finds a dead body of a camel and that he died of a broken heart. <laughs> he's, he's like, my baby! I should have never left you. What did I do to you? <laughs> he collapses. <laughs> wow. 
That's sweet. So yeah, that's the story of High Jolly. Wow. Uh, go visit his grave. Another uh, we're gonna have to do a trip out to Arizona. It's gonna be all the tour. I dude. feel like we just basically do an Atlas Obscura podcast of just all the random shit we need to go visit around the country. These things can be found on Atlas Obscura. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah. So I've got one more story in my unique graves Ooh, uh, edition. Um, but I do feel like I do want to mention before we get into that last little bit, just before we get there, some epitaphs. Okay. Do you guys know, so there's the guy, there's a man named Mel Blank. He did the voices for many of the Bugs Bunny characters, Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the Porky, the pig. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Elmer Fudd, I believe he did his. Yeah. Too. Anyways, his, uh, gravestone actually reads, that's all folks. <laughs> well, I just wanted to bring that up in particular more so than That's so like anyone else. Because <laughs> I like. Does he have that bullseye pattern engraved <laughs> like on the stone? <laughs> so yeah, there's that, and um, there's many other ones. I have, there's one grave that I saw that's actually just a big Ouija board, like that's, that grave that is, kind of, is. that is kind of nifty. So I guess that makes easy communication. Wait, is the is the upright gravestone <laughs> the Ouija board or is like they're a, like a Ouija the ups, bone the capstone? The upright gravestone. Okay, I was just thinking like a, like a capstone, you know, the ones you look down yeah. upon. Oh, which, okay, that actually, you reminded me of some things I did want to bring up. Have you guys ever seen, this is a, a purely Appalachian, um, and we were talking about designs of graves. Mm-hmm. It's a purely Appalachian design. It's, um, you got like the gravestone, but then you have kind of like a tint of stone overneath over the um so like a miniaturized cairn kind of it's it's just like it's like a tint of stone um hmm. i've never seen that before hold on let me see if i've got a yeah like 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 that right there oh okay yeah, yeah i've seen that before. yeah so that's a appalachian style mm. do they do that <laughs> so the acid rain doesn't wash away the engravings or something I'm really not sure why they did this. <laughs> or they just didn't bury it that deep, so they just put that heavy stone out of the top of it. And that also I wanted to say, too, there's a cemetery in Maine um, where they see, actually, when you walk into the cemetery, there's a uh, like a, a plaque that says that there's a witch that's uh, buried there. So now no one knows, actually, if there actually is a witch buried there. They just mm. claim that this one woman is a witch, and the reason why the legend has continued is because... There's like a stone like plaque on the ground, but that was just probably keep out rooting hogs and stuff away from the body. But for some reason, they're like, that's to keep the witch in the ground. Did you see that thing that they found in Poland or whatever a couple weeks ago? No. That like ancient brand that skeleton was buried, but it had like the sickle like laid across his neck because that was like some old. Slavic folklore, like that's how you keep a vampire on the ground. It's like bury it, and then you press the, the sickle down over. The, so like they found it, and it was just like laying. The picture's creepy as nothing because it's like it's lying there, and it just looks like it's got like a big like iron around its neck, so it can't move. Well, that's cool. Ooh, I like that. That's very that's creepy. Cool. I like that. Yeah, send us that article, man. Yeah, I like that. Um, I, and then um, another just quick thing I wanted to bring up too was in. in <laughs> Another one in Maine uh, was there's a story, a legend of a witch, also another witch mm-hmm. in Maine, where there's a there's like a low fence around the cemetery. This isn't actually a gravestone, but there's um, a low fence around the cemetery, and there's like a red footprint found on the on the fence, mm-hmm. on the stone fence. 
um, there's just, yeah, so there's that story there in Maine, a couple stories there in Maine of witches and cemeteries, and you can go check it out. Um, I don't really have, like, full stories on that, but Sprout, you really <laughs> hate those stories, don't you? Okay. But yeah, I just wanted to bring up those t- uh, two things from Maine real quick about mm-hmm. witches. Um, you can go and check those out. That's a little uh, audience um, homework. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give them some homework. Uh, but the last thing that I wanted to bring up about graves, unique, some unique graves. And there's many, many, many a unique grave out there. But another one that I wanted to bring up because it was really, uh, I found very endearing, mm. was the grave of Harry L. Collins. Harry Collins was born in Glasgow, Kentucky, uh-huh. in 1920, and he was one extraordinary man, Harry Collins. Collins' father passed when he was about 15, which forced mm-hmm. the young Harry to farm his family's land and attend high school at the same time, mm-hmm. but he did it. He found solace in one thing during this these hard trials and tribulations. Camel period. Pyramids. Ow. <laughs> No, he found solace in magic. Oh, <laughs> Collins joined <laughs> Collins joined the service during World War II as an entertainer and magic man, oh. <laughs> performing oh as part of Bob Crosby's USO show. This is the Army show. Wow, I was thinking he was a Wiccan, <laughs> not a magician. <laughs> no, he's a magician. <laughs> Not that kind of magic. <laughs> I was like, he's doing spells out Can there. You, yeah, you can that does not seem... The normal. famed warlock Harry Collins. Yeah. No, that's more <laughs> the Jonathan Strange and Mr. Knoll type of stuff. <laughs> I don't know who those are. Figured you would have read that book. It's a good book. I have a, <laughs> they, they have some like old Victorian... Magician go out and like uh, fight and like against Napoleon and stuff. Ooh, I like that. Hmm, so, <laughs> um, so after the war, after the war, he took his skills on the road as a salesman mm-hmm. at Frito Lay in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm. But at night, he took on the persona of Mister Magic. He was one of the first, so he could get away with it. What? Mr. Magic? Mr. Magic. Houdini who? Mr. Magic. <laughs> Mr. Magic, dude. We, we launch Mr. Magic in this household. <laughs> Just imagine. It's a, you know, it's 1955, and you're, you know, you're 18, you're about to go on a, a hot date, yeah. and you got tickets to go see Mr. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Magic was an industrious man and soon incorporated his daytime job with his nighttime job. Mm. Instead of saying abracadabra or mm-hmm. uh, anything like that, he would go, Freed away! Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So is he pulling the rabbit out of the hat, Freed away! As he saws the woman in half, Freed away! Well, at least he's not bringing the product into the act. <laughs> And ship so good, you'll make them disappear. He started commercial <laughs> advertising. So in 1970, Harry Collins was offered a job he could not refuse. At the Dorito Company? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still Frito-Lay. Mm. He was offered to become Frito-Lay's official corporate magician. <laughs> I had no idea. There was such a position existed. <laughs> yeah. 
in this role, he mm-hmm. traveled the world performing tricks and talking corn chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, nice. Uh, so did he just, just get hired out for corporate events like as a motivational? Yes. Wow. Oh, <laughs> he nice. would just show up. Instead of doing his typical salesman routine, mm-hmm. he would do a magic trick. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sprout, what do you think of Harry Collins? They ought to bring back Harry Con- uh, Collins' uh, thing for this Halloween. Right, they ought you to have more be- corporate magicians. Yeah, more corporate magicians. You know, because you could do some fun commercials, magic theme, of course. You know, you'd have and to get the people And you would think story. in a world where, you know, all these evil, evil corporations mm-hmm. are really trying to endear themselves to the common folk. You would Ooh. think, I know, Sprout, you would think that a magician yeah. would be one of the first things you would think of. Oh, yeah. You would think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially since it worked out so well for Frito-Lay. Look at where Frito-Lay is today. They would be, I can attest to this, they would be nowhere without Henry L. Collins. They would be nowhere without Henry Sorry, Harry. Sorry, <laughs> Harry. I'm just thinking Harry Collins sounds like a good drink. <laughs> yes, can I get the Harry Collins? Oh, you mean the Mr. Magic? <laughs> yeah, that, that. It's like, the, yeah. that's the slang term for him. Yeah, I'm getting Mr. hopped up on Mr. Magic tonight. You seen that uh, that in uh, Arrested Development, he's like, I'm Mr. Manager. He's like, no, it's just Manager. <laughs> Mr. Magic. I could see Harry Collins very much belongs as like Job's yeah. rival. Yeah. <laughs> so Harry passed away in May of 1985. Mm. You can find his unique grave at the Cave Hill Cemetery in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, this is also where you can find the graves of uh, Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. and Colonel Harlan Sanders. Yeah. Where um, at? At the Cave Hill Cemetery in mm-hmm. Louisville. Where's Cassius Clay buried out here? Uh, is he up at White Hall? No, he's not. Is he not Hall. buried at White Hall? Maybe he is. It's been a while since I'm not I've been sure, actually. Hmm. Anyways, his <laughs> Harry Collins, Mr. Magic's grave is unique due to the statue of the Chip Man himself with an arm extended. Yeah. Welcoming and beckoning all of those who come to visit. Who wish to see some magic. Ooh, oh, okay. Is he in the front of the cemetery, like the opening? Like, uh, it's going to be like, he's beckoning people to come try his chips or something. Like, even in death, he's still advertising <laughs> well, for the company. Well, come here, Sprout. Let me see, uh, just for you guys, and uh, audience, go check out, uh, go look up Harry L. Collins. Harry L. Collins. Um, oh, that's cool. That's a good, that's a good one. That's a good one, right? He's in yeah, Louisville. that is pretty great. He's in Louisville. Is that like a uh, stone a curtain behind him? Yeah, that's a, with like, you know, like a like he's about to... The box, like that, the hat, the... Which wow. you know, though, what's underneath that curtain. It's a bag of Fritos. It's a bag of shit. <laughs> Obviously. But yeah, that's all I've got. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was beautiful, man. I wanted to end with some magic. That was good. Yeah. I like that the two Kentucky guys feature, well, besides Jim Varney, they had a lot. They were quite theatrical. <laughs> they, they were. They were characters. They really, it, I feel like when Kentucky guys make it big, they're always very strange. Look at Johnny Depp. For Honestly, example. that's very true. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, um, once again, the weirdest state in the in the United yep. States in, in my book. Uh, yeah. So check us out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> I guess I should say thanks for listening. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram. Email us at rumorsconfab at uh, gmail dot com. And thanks for watching. And watch, thanks watch, for watching. Watch everyone. Watch on um, YouTube. Yeah, we are now check going us out to be on, on YouTube. TikTok. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to work on a TikTok. Uh, I think Grady and I are going to, you might see us uh, doing some special things on YouTube and maybe yeah. TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, we're going to do some special stuff on there that's not exactly the same as what we normally do with the podcast. So uh, just keep an eye on that. We'll have more announcements, I suppose, whenever mm-hmm. that comes along. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Email us. Email us, though. Email us your thoughts uh, if you think... Uh, we all need, like, a makeover? Tell us. <laughs> if you hate the way we look, tell us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mel, and who do you think is the hottest out of the crew? Sprout. Who, who would you who would you pay the most for the feet picks? We need to know for our drafts. <laughs> just, just for the demographics. <laughs> uh, Sprout, okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> love you all. Thank you so much. Peace. Don't die out.